Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Euler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Nation Radio. How are we doing today? It is Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, and of course, this is the Steelers Blitz, and we got plenty that we will be talking about when it comes to the Steelers, when it comes to the NFL playoffs, and you know we're going to talk some Pro Bowl as well. So, with that being said, man, we're not going to waste any time. My partner in crime, my trusted colleague, the one and only Wesley Euler, how the heck have you been? I am. Uh, I'm doing well, Arthur Motes. You know, you and I. Uh, we were away here for a few days. We we had uh we had some some time off due to a due to a loss in my family. I don't I don't need to go yeah. into a ton of detail, but uh appreciate everybody um who did reach out because I had tweeted out that we were going to be off for a few days yeah. while I was while I was going to spend some time with family. So appreciate everybody who reached out. Uh, it was you know it was always as always um you know funerals are. It was a rough couple days, but it was a fulfilling yeah. couple days as well too when you get to spend that kind of time. Uh, with family, so I'm doing well, partner. And uh, tell you what, made it home. Uh, made it home just in time to see uh, what was a heck of a heck of a conference championship weekend. So I mean, yeah. I, I tell you what, always was, al- always plenty going on. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been about a week since you and I have linked up. I hope you're doing doing well as well. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I can't complain over here, man. My JMU Dukes winning in hoops, and I got to see the WVU Mountaineers get a dub in hoops. Oh, so yeah. you know what, man? I definitely cannot complain. But we do know that not everybody shares those same sentiments of not complaining when it comes to these conference championship games this weekend. We know the first one, um, the fight in Brock Purdy's versus your Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> what what could have been? What should have been? Turned in to be really lackluster. You know, yeah. Um, injuries do happen, though. But that's one of those things, though, man. But what were your initial thoughts 
you know, with that game and how it played out, obviously we know the injury that happened to Brock Purdy and now the information coming in um, after that in terms of him actually tearing that UCL and stuff like that, man. Yeah, but if you could, though, just talk about the game for a little bit, man. Yeah, you know, I think it was kind of a bummer to everybody who's not an Eagles fan, right? Because... So, so did you say a bummer to everybody, but you and Morgan? Is that what you just now, said? Now, hold on. But my wife, it, it Morgan, and her like family. like you now. just said y'all were celebrating. Her family. What do you mean her family? You are her family. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a very good point. We are family. But, you know, the funniest side for me is the whole time I was joking with Morgan, I was like, I don't know if I want the Eagles to win another Super Bowl because they've only won one, and I was part uh-huh. of the Eagles radio. Ne- so, like, the Eagles haven't won a Super Bowl without me, basically, is what I'm saying. Ooh. And I kind of liked having that bragging rights to dang you know over my family but very sure listen eagles fans aren't complaining because you don't ask how you ask how many and and they've got three victories now and and into the super bowl um or sorry two victories now and into the super bowl because they had the first round bye but um Mm -hmm. it, it, it was a little anticlimactic in that regard because listen i mean it's impressive what the niners have done but eventually you're going to run out of steam. You're going to run out of juice. You're going to run out of ability to execute your offense when your third string quarterback is mangled and you're down to your fourth string quarterback. And then he ends up getting hurt and leaving the game and you have to go back to the guy that was injured. It just, and I, not just injured. And not just injured. Yeah. He said the man tore the UC. I'm like, bro, y'all had him throw a screen pass. Like, bro, what? Like, Motsi, he, he he probably won't be ready for the start of training camp this year. No, like, seriously. And they like, put him back in there. To and they put him back in. To th- I'm like, and I'm watching people on social media talk about, man, he got his soft, man. You got to at least oh. just throw it. So I'm like, bro, he has a torn UCL, and that's what we're saying? Craziness. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And like, I know a lot of people, too, are crushing Kyle Shanahan. Like, all Kyle Shanahan does is lose big games. I'm like, man, like, nah, bro. You can you like, can say that. It. You can say save that, it. but you can also save say it. he's he's gotten to every level of football with Matt Ryan yeah. and Jimmy Garoppolo uh-huh. and Brock Purdy. Uh, give me yeah. give me a shirt. You and I, I think, like exactly. Matt Ryan more than most people do in terms of his career. Yeah. But like, give me a surefire Hall of Famer in that group. Give me a exactly. surefire that guy was at any yeah. time. You know that dude his thought position. of as that yeah. guy. And I know Matt Ryan won an yeah. MVP. Um, that was but he Kyle still was but even with him winning the MVP that year, did anybody ever look at him no. as better than Brady? No, than maybe not even top Rogers. three. Exactly. You see what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. So it was it was anticlimactic in that regard because I thought that that was going to be a great game kind of between two different the, – the Eagles like to score a lot of points. The Niners play elite defense and beat you with some big plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, you got to give Philadelphia credit because even though from a San Francisco offensive side of the football, you can understand why things were struggling there. I tell you what, that Niners pass rush that had been just yeah. on fire, uh, the Eagles, mm-hmm. man, they they neutralized that. After neutralizing a Giants pass rush that had been on fire the yeah. week before, um, they are just – they're a football team, the Eagles are, that – that I mean, where where's the weakness? You know, po- point it out to me. W- where are they bad? Um, but it was. that's, that's my, my kind of initial thought of that game is just it stunk – because realistically, the moment Brock Purdy went out and then when Jackson got hurt, too, you're like, all right, yeah. this is over. This is over. And what you thought yeah. was was going to be a pretty exciting and entertaining game. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with you on that, man. And it's one of those things that I just don't feel like I really got a chance to evaluate the matchup. I know right. people will point and say, well, yeah, man, the Eagles were able to minimize the Niners pass rush. 
I don't agree with that because I'm like the Niners in that scenario. That's a good point. On defense, you're like, bro, I'm coming. I'm going to play 100 snaps this half. We're never going to have any type of lead in this half. That's a good point. What is like, you know what I mean? Like how we're playing is it became team run drill is what it felt like watching. But like yeah. I was watching nine on seven team run at Steelers training camp because every play was literally on both sides. We're going to run the ball because we know we got the lead for Philly trying to run the clock out and San Fran. Mm-hmm. They just could not pass it. And it was funny too, man, when I started to see the people that um, also wanted to criticize Cal Shanahan and say, well, man, get creative, run wildcat, get creative, do this. And I'm like, dude, that's not how this thing works at the NFL level. It's the, I NFC, first felt, it's the NFC championship I felt bad. game. Listen, I felt bad for Christian McCaffrey because I'm like, yo, you about to take years off of his career. Like the way you keep handing the ball. I'm like, if you Debo Samuel, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, man, if you Debo and they come to you talking, so we can run Wildcat the rest of the game. No, you're not. No, 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 uh, uh-uh. not, not today. <laughs> I'm making nah. a business decision. I'm not about to run this thing sixty times and take just shot after shot for what? Like, nah, bruh. So that was the other part that I just did find funny, man. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, man, how Philly does, man, because like you said, that was supposed to be a real test for them in terms of matching trench power with trench power because that is how philly wins i know they can score but they score because of how dominant they are in the trenches on both sides of the ball right but that was an intriguing game though man because of or it was not as intriguing because of the injury and stuff like that but then we took it to the uh to the real quick can i ask can i ask you one question as it relates as it relates to that too yeah 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 how do you feel because i I thought you gave a good answer there on the like the eagles Mm -hmm. being able to negate some of the stuff that the niners were doing um one thing that I would say, I don't know, maybe like a lot of a lot of people who don't like the Eagles, like Cowboys mm-hmm. fans, Giants fans, Niners fans, whatever, yeah. Commanders fans. A lot of people are complaining about, well, look at the easy path that the Philadelphia Eagles had to the Super Bowl, right? They beat the nine-win Giants, yeah. and then they beat the Brock Purdy slash no Brock Purdy Niners. That's the easy – I keep seeing yeah. that. Easiest path to the Super Bowl ever. And I'm like, isn't that why you play for the first for the for the number one seed? Isn't that why you play for the first round buy and for home field advantage and the number one seed is to have an easier path to this? Isn't that what the regular season and playoff seeding is all about? So I just Wes, you know how I always like Wes, I like to get your your former player perspective things you, on you these. You got to remember who you also got to remember who you asking this question to. I don't care what anybody has to say about it being easy hard because all you're doing is just trying to make yourself feel. Like you're not less than you're looking for comfort to be seeked. That is literally that. the only reason anybody says any of that stuff. Hey, man, they had an easier path than us. So that makes you feel good because you're at home right now. So right. that's how they right. justify being at home. Well, we had a hard schedule. You go play the teams. You're going to play this the NFL. Everybody is elite. Everybody is great. Everybody is the best of the best. You got all pros. You got pro bowls on everybody's team. That is how it works. Save the excuses for people that want to hear that. You know that's my energy always has been. It's like when we complain refs, and we'll obviously talk about the referees in a little bit, but, like, that's just how I look at it. It's like, man, when you're seeking comfort, you're going to look to every little reason. Man, it was a nine-win Giants team. So you mean to tell me the Giants were a nine-win team? There was a playoff team, which is telling me that they beat, right? So they Mm -hmm. beat a playoff team. Correct. So isn't that So A playoff team who had won a road game the week before. (laughs) So you complain if they beat a non-playoff team, but they beat a playoff team that actually won a playoff game, Right. And that's not good enough? And that's like, where I'm at, too. If, if it would have been the Vikings, people would have said, oh, well, you just beat Kirk Cousins, and we all know he can't yeah, win in the right. playoff. Like, yeah. But it's but it's like you beat a team that already won a playoff game. That's, so clearly the Giants aren't a fluke team because they they got a playoff win. That not that how they criticize Coach Tomlin? 
They yeah, criticized the Steelers team. They didn't want to. They want a playoff game in how many years? It's like great. Example. All right. Well, this team just beat a team that won a playoff game, and it's like mm-hmm. when people need to feel mm-hmm. like they're part of. When people don't want to feel less than, they're gonna find any yeah. and every reason to hate to knock down and that's why for me i don't really spend a lot of time entertaining it, man, because it's like yeah y'all keep that over there <laughs> i'm with you and a lot of listen we all know too part of winning a championship don't kid yourself i don't care what the sport is i don't care you if we're talking the, luck bro i don't care if we're talking luck. the four major american sports leagues mm-hmm. i don't t- care if we're talking march madness whatever it is yeah. to win the masters you gotta have some luck too mm-hmm. that's that's just part of it some luck some some breaks that go your way yep, some absolutely some things that just happen every your team that's ever won yeah. a championship has had some mm-hmm. some things go their way absolutely, like a man. quarterback for the other team being hurt or yeah. something like that yeah something something man absolutely but we do take it to the AFC side where we had the opposite of the NFC <laughs> game yes we had a very intriguing game a game that went down to the wire um that seems to follow suit with every single time these two teams match up now. But uh, what were your thoughts on the Chiefs taking care of businessman 23 to 20? Cool. So, Motsi, this is one of those games, I love these type of games, where there's probably six or seven different instances where everyone can point to and say, oh, that was the turning point. Mm-hmm. Right? From, from like the seven-minute mark of the fourth quarter till the end of the game, till that field goal went through the uprights, mm-hmm. There was like five, six, seven different moments that you could argue that's where the game turned. Mm-hmm. That's where the game was won. That's yeah. where the game was lost. Um, you you know, starting with the the interception, the deflected interception mm-hmm. that Joe Burrow threw, right? Uh, deep in Chiefs mm-hmm. territory with a few minutes left. We could talk about some of those penalties. We could talk about some of the, the refs blowing the play dead. We can certainly talk about yeah. the personal foul, Mahomes out of bounds. All these, I mean, there were so many different points that it felt like that game swung. And Okay, the Chiefs are going to win it. Oh, now it feels like the Bengals are going to win it oh now the Chiefs are definitely going to win it Mm -hmm. that to me is the entertainment that you want at that level of of competition in a conference championship game now I know you want to get to some of the controversy and some of those things that we can dissect individually but to me that's and I know this makes a lot of fans mad this makes a lot of sports fans mad like those types of controversies a lot of times again are what make games so great I know these type of games is where everyone's like Let's get let's get these let's get robots out here who never make any mistakes. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't want that either. Um mm-hmm. because there'd be a flag on every single play if, if that if was I the say case. if they if they call it to the letter of the law, yes, every like single a robot play. would do, you would hate football. It wouldn't or you would hate your offense because yeah. <laughs> <Hold> so <laughs> right. I, I was I was on the edge of my seat that that whole game. Like I said, in that fourth quarter, there was probably three or four different times that I flip-flopped to, all right, this is Cincinnati's game. Oh, no, the Chiefs got this. Oh, no, you know what? Joe Burrow's about to lead his team down the field and do it right here. Oh, no, the the, the Chiefs got this. And look at that, a personal foul penalty. Yep, they're going to kick a field goal and win the game here. And my goodness, Mozi, didn't that have some Jerry Porter vibes? You notice I said said Jerry Porter there, not Joey Porter, because that's what Pac-Man called him after – the game. <laughs> Honestly, so so funny thing, man, to me, I say no because I like the situation was drastically different, but it was just funny that the Bengals were on the bad side of right. a penalty late in the game. But to me, night and day, and that's why like I wasn't even a fan of the people trying to hop on the Joseph Asai and no. trying to do that whole dynamic. Cause I'm like, yeah, if you watch football, that's not the guy that you want to be hollering about, man. He was nothing, nah, none of that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like you said, it's Cincinnati. And the one thing I'll say is this, man, regardless of calls and stuff like that, every team learns down the stretch. You just got to be a little bit more buttoned up. 
the referees are going to make mistakes. That's a part of it. The referees are going to call certain things that are going to be deemed ticky tack at time. You just don't know when it's going to happen. So the big thing is just understanding that dynamic and you're not going to play to be cautious. So even once again, when you talk about the Joseph Asai at the end of the game, when you're talking to the dude, you're still going to tell him to do exactly what he did. If anything, you're just like, man, hopefully he doesn't fall next time. Because if you don't and you pull up and Mahomes turns that ball up, now what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's the issue. I mean, that's always been the case with the defenders, though, in terms of playing in this league. But when I think of, like, the Pac-Man situation, I'm like, nah, man, y'all was tripping. He that was, was knocked different. out. Yeah. And then y'all bumping into the, 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 out the on trainer. The field and it's and, like, yeah, yeah y'all sure. just doing way too that was, much. Yeah, that, that, was was outside, too much. that was outside of the whistles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, the Joseph, I'm just like, bro. He came from the other side of the formation. It's just a guy faced him out in the moment. Yeah, and he's having a heck of a game too. That was the other played, part. He it's played like, so well. Nah, he really like, did. He played dude was so going well. Off. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's one of those things where you never know when they're going to call or how they're going to call that in terms of being ticky tack. Because you could make a case that yes, should it be a flag? Sure, but then you could also make a case: was it really a flaggable offense? No. And when we talk about officiating, that has always been something that's always at the forefront because even on that play now you're asking yourself why is this penalty more weighted than a holding penalty per se or why is right this uh defensive pass interference weighted higher than this offense lineman leaving the ball early you know so that's that dynamic and i get why people want certain level of officiating because they don't like that part but at the same time that is like you said what makes the game unique what makes the game you know just heightened in certain elements but i did want to get your thoughts on this though billion dollar business yeah oh 100 it's fair it's a fair it's a fair conversation i'm not being naive billion dollar business billion dollar business the money that is you know associated with the gambling as pertains to football which is massive. You think about how much these, how much money these players are getting paid, contracts, how much things are weighted on the outcome, on the results of these games, and they're being officiated by part-time employees. Mm-hmm. To me, that is a flaw. Who have other careers? Yeah, I mean, to me, that's. I'm like, see- yo, it's too much money involved. The stakes are too high. To have a person that is wait is, is is the judge, jury, and executioner in these moments, and they're not even full time. Dude, <laughs> Just, I, I, I'm with you. So if you like, if you listen to the Steelers radio broadcast, right? Like, at, the, yeah. at, at the beginning of at the beginning of every broadcast, Billy Hillgrove, the voice of the Steelers, <laughs> will always say, um, "Our head referee today is Joe Blake. He's a CPA yeah. from Tennessee." You know, our head, our head referee today is Arthur Motes. He's a lawyer from California. And like, it's always like, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's like this. So, so, so this guy who is, who is making decisions that greatly affect a billion dollar business and hundreds, if not thousands of employees tied to that billion dollar business is doing my taxes from Monday through Friday. (laughs) so i'm with you on that i'm with you on like when i and again i don't want to be that's my that's my biggest hiccup you know me i don't like to complain about refs and fishing they need to be better but that concept of them having shortcomings but them being part-time employees yes that's the bad optics of it 
how do I ask the part-time employee to give me elite level results when he's not compensated for that? I can't ask you to be exclusive with me if I'm not going to compensate you for exclusive, you know, that type of relationship. Like that's not how it works, man. That's <laughs> it, it. And so I'm with you on that. That that is the frustrating part of it. I what what gets yeah. me and you, I think we're both on the same page of this is like the the infamous no pass interference call in the the Rams Saints NFC Championship yeah, game in yeah. 2017, right? Where people act like that was that's the only thing that decided that game. No, not yeah. the, it's like, not, nah. the, not the 59 minutes on the field before that, not the right. overtime that that game went to mm-hmm. after that, where the Saints had the ball first and Drew Brees threw an interception. Yep. By the way, but yep. the, just that one. So so that's the part of the officiating thing that bothers me. But I think yep. those those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can believe that, hey. Stop blaming the officiating every time your team loses a game and there's a bad call. But you can also think that from the NFL standpoint, you're a billion-dollar entertainment business. But maybe that's what this all comes down to, Motsi, is that you could argue this controversy is good for business because it's entertainment. It keeps them talking about it. It keeps people talking about it. It fills podcasts and TV shows and radio shows and column inches and newspapers and all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, hey, you got the Steelers Network Radio. Steelers Radio Network. No, that was, yeah, SNR, Steelers SNR. Network Radio. Yeah, we talking about officiating in a game that we didn't even play in. Think about that. Yep. But that's the NFL, man. They that's love the NFL. It. They, it's around the clock, man. That's as long as you but are talking about the league, it's a success. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's definitely it. one of those ones where I'm like, this is definitely a flaw. We, we have a flaw right here, man. Yeah. We we do. And, and but again, like I said, I don't think those things have to be mutually exclusive. I think you mm-hmm. can say Bengals fans that are blaming the refs, you know, uh, in in the fallout, uh, Saints fans who are blaming refs in the fallout, fan bases mm-hmm. who do this all all the time, right? We we've been guilty of this before too in, in Pittsburgh. I I know it. Um, I I think you can want more from the officials and want them to do better. But also know that they I mean, minuscule. I'm talking point zero 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 one percent of the time. Did a referee actually cost you a game? You, you, yeah. you that those games play out over three, three and a half, sometimes four hours. You, you've got enough time now to win those games and even overcome if the referee does make a bad call because that's the thing too. There's yeah. bad calls in the first quarter. We just don't react to them like we do if they happen in the final two. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely, man. And that's how it goes. But it is funny either way. That's and the, I always that's enjoy the beauty it. of this business you know, in this that, league. <laughs> absolutely. That's that's why they do what we that's why they do what they do, and that's why we do what we do, baby. Exactly. But the other thing that we both have in common is they like to take away your money, and we don't like to get our money <laughs> taken away. So we're gonna go to break, but when we come back. We did have some tweets come in, man, because we know y'all have been listening to us, even though we haven't been necessarily live with you guys. Mm -hmm. We tell you all the time, man, send your tweets in, man. When you're tuning in, whenever you listen, send some tweets in, man. If you got things you want us to discuss, we'll obviously, uh, you know, give you a little uh, time. We'll pay a little uh, respect to your comment. Yes. And the best way to do that is on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. TheGoodHead. So, when we get back, we will be talking about those tweets, baby. Don't touch that Dallas. Arthur Moss and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.